My last guest this week, certainly not least, is Seth Rosenthal, Chief Investment Officer at Academy Asset Management, who is behind the Academy Veteran Impact ETF. The ticker symbol is VETZ, VETS. This is their uh, first ETF. It launched in August of last year, already over $50 million in uh, assets. And Seth is now joining me from Chicago. Seth, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Nate. Appreciate you having me. All right. So Academy Asset Management and Vets, um, I think, have a fantastic backstory. And so I'd love to start there. Uh, I know this goes back to two Navy officers founding Academy Securities in uh, 2009. Take us from there and, and how that ultimately led to the ETF. Yeah, so uh, Academy Asset Management is a uh, service-disabled, veteran-owned asset manager, and we're really focused in on authenticity and capability. We were launched on the heels of the success of our investment banking and broker broker-dealer sister company, Academy Securities, who, uh, you know, back in 2019, you know, partnered with J.P. Morgan, to establish a Academy share class uh, of a money market mutual fund. And, you know, as, as we were, you know, in discussions around, you know, the, the growth plans around that, uh, the target was thought, well, if we can get it to $2 billion, it would be a home run. Well, uh, that grew to actually $16 billion, and it really led our CEO, Chance Mims, to, to look at how do we do this uh, and be more impactful to our mission and, and manage in-house. As you think about uh, Academy, uh, you know, we think about things in two ways. You know, one is our authenticity, and, you know, the second is our capability. So on the authenticity side, you know, our mission is to mentor, hire, and train veterans. We, we pair Wall Street veterans to coach and mentor military veterans until they can build the skills uh, to be successful in Wall Street. We, we target a 50% uh, veteran staffing level. Uh, and, you know, Nate, I would just say, you know, transitioning out of the military can be really difficult. Uh, every year we have about 250,000 service members transitioning out. Um, but there really are limited opportunities for veterans, especially in industries that are not necessarily connected with the government. So um, huge challenge uh, with both veteran unemployment and underemployment. And, and, you know, really a lot of that stems from, uh, you know, th- these veterans, they're, they're used to the, the team environment, right? So when they go into an interview process, you know, they're talking about the team, but they're not really talking about, you know, what, what I did. Um, but at Academy, you know, we think that veterans have a, a, a unique skill set that translates really well to asset management. So, you know, thinking about, you know, being able to work well under pressure, making decisions under duress with imperfect information, having that level of attention to detail because you can't be wrong, um, you know, integrity, you know, working as a team, those are all things that we think translate really well uh, into this business. And then, you know, just transitioning over to the capability side, um, you know, we have an investment team that has decades of experience in, in managing large pools of fixed income assets uh, that, that have come from, you know, well-respected institutions. And, you know, we have a geopolitical intelligence group, which is made up of 18 retired admirals and generals with real-world subject matter expertise uh, that, you know, have their finger on the pulse of the geostrategic landscape. And, you know, this unique insight actually helps us shape our investment thesis. I'm sure we'll dig deeper, but that's that's a high-level summary. No, it's a great overview. Um, okay, so the ETF, again, the veteran – I'm sorry, the Academy Veteran Impact ETF, this is actually a fixed-income ETF. It primarily holds 
mortgage-backed securities, though there's also a uh, small allocation to SBA loans as well, small business loans. Walk us through this ETF. Sure. So, um, you know, VETS is an an actively managed strategy. Um, It invests in residential mortgage loans to active duty service members as well as uh, loans to veteran-owned small businesses. It's really allowing uh, investors to gain exposure to, you know, agency-backed, mortgage-backed, agency mortgage uh, and asset-backed securities. It's benchmarked against the Bloomberg MBS index. And, uh, you know, from a credit you know, everything has the either the implicit or explicit uh, support of the U.S. government. But at the same time, you know, we're impacting uh, veterans and delivering uh, market-based returns. And we think this is unique because, uh, you know, most uh, impact strategies require, you know, some type of market concession, but VETS does not. I, I would say, uh, you know, the, we think about the impact here in three ways. Um, you know, first is the the lending that we're doing. Um, you know, in terms of as this grows, you know, we'll increase demand for uh, and, and lower the end cost to borrowers. You know, just a couple things for you to think about. You know, according to the SBA, uh, veterans own about two two million small businesses and employ five and a half million dollars. Uh, sorry, five and a half million people, and and that has a huge impact on on the economy. And, you know, another thing is, you know, Syracuse University has done some studies around transitioning veterans. About 25% of those transitioning veterans actually want to start their own business, but access to capital is the biggest challenge. So, you know, those are the types of things that we're looking to help out with. And then, you know, just other ways that we're impacting, we talked about our mission at Academy. As we grow, as this continues to grow in AUM, uh, we will continue on our mission to mentor, hire, and train more veterans to support this initiative in the front, middle, and back office. And then the third component is we've uh, committed to, Academy's committed to donate a portion of the management fee uh, to veteran and military-related charities. And you know, we announced last November that we've partnered with the Bob Woodruff Foundation to help uh, facilitate that. Going back to the um, ETF holdings itself, Seth, what what percentage of the underlying loans in the ETF are actually VA loans? Roughly uh, about 90, 93% at the current state. And and about just, 7% is in the small business. Okay. And, and just out of curiosity, so when you go to purchase those securities, how, how do you know they're actually VA-related? Yeah, uh, good question. So um, I'll just bifurcate the two. So on the residential side, in order to qualify for a, a VA loan, um, you know, the veteran or the active duty service member must show proof of service. So um, you, you don't you you aren't a VA. It's not a VA loan or a VA approved loan unless you uh, prove that. And and then we um, at Academy are able to see the percentage of VA loans in a particular Ginnie Mae pool uh, through Bloomberg and there's some other sources that we use. On the on the small business side, uh, you know, there's origin you know, there's the originators provide that loan level information uh, on each individual business and they were are able to identify whether it's a you know veteran owned business, a minority owned business, uh, and, and on down the line. So we're able to see the transparency there. Uh, for those small business loans. Such a uh, unique ETF. Uh, I I love everything about this here, especially coming from a a military family. Um, Just a few minutes left on the investment side and and the investment thesis. It it was interesting. I was uh, visiting earlier with another guest on on interest rates and, and taking on duration risk. Do you have any strong views directionally on rates, and I, I guess along with that, do you want to briefly explain how interest rates typically impact 
uh, areas like mortgage-backed securities? Sure. So, you know, I, our view is that we think rates, you know, will trade in the in a, in a bit of a range over the over the near term. Um, there's a few countervailing factors, you know, slower growth on the horizon, lower inflation. Um, but you know, there's a potential to you know offset offset um, you know for elevated term premiums. You know, as we really, uh, really get our arms around some of these uh, deficit and, and supply concerns. So we think there's some countervailing factors. You know, just to unpack the other portion, uh, the other question around, you know, how it impacts, how how prices impact or performance uh, on on MBS. So they have a duration component. Uh, you know, VETS has a duration of about, uh, call it six. And, you know, so if rates, uh, you know, were to fall, all things considered, you know, prices would rise. Uh, the, the, the risk here with mortgage-backed securities is that, you know, there's uh, lower rates could cause prepayment. Mm-hmm. Now, what we see is, you know, we see mitigating factors uh, here in that, you know, the average coupon that we hold is below 4%. So, you know, the portfolio has, you know, even if rates were to fall, you know, a few hundred basis points, there's about 200 basis points of what we call prepayment protection before there's uh, refinancing comes into play. So, um, and we're also, you know, looking to mitigate this by selecting pools that have, you know, implicit uh, prepayment protection, you know, looking at, you know, loan size and geography and some other things. Um, you know, for those that are thinking uh, about, you know, where we're headed towards a recession, um, you know, when you look at history, uh, MBS is typically outperformed credit. And then I guess there's, you know, one other thing I would say is, um, you know, MBS, uh, I, like a lot of other uh, spread assets, had a nice run, uh, especially in the last couple months of uh, 2023. I, I still think there's a little bit of room to run here from from our perspective um, and value to be extracted. You know, banks were tr- you know our traditional buyers of, of mortgage-backed securities. They've they stepped away. Um, you know, you know, all rewind all the way back to last March. Um, you know, given all the the issues around. Uh, uh, mark to markets on their on their portfolios, uh, but you know we think as as interest rates settle in here, um, you know they could come back into play and that could help um, help the demand on the uh, on the mortgage back front. Seth, um, before I let you go, just moving forward, should we expect additional ETF launches from Academy? You know it's interesting because you, you mentioned the geopolitical intelligence group uh, earlier, which I, I find fascinating. You mentioned these 18 former admirals, generals, and senior government officials. Might they be able to add value in uh, in other areas of the uh, market? Well, uh, you know, just just to, uh, you know, on, on the gig, as we call them, the geopolitical intelligence group, I mean, there's no shortage of geopolitics uh, issues these days. I mean, you know, they, I told you, I mentioned that they shape our investment thesis. And, you know, thinking about, I, I give you a story, <clears throat> Back in 2022, when you know Russia was invading or was you know lining up tanks on the border of Ukraine, um, you know while the market was debating whether or not you know uh, Russia was going to you know Putin was going to invade, the the you know our folks were saying that's a done deal, and we started thinking about you know the second order effects, and so we started talking about uh, commodity markets and and the impact to you know energy sanctions and supply chains. So, um, you know, that actually helped us see uh, the inflationary impacts uh, that the market didn't account for. We were able to position client portfolios appropriately. So, um, you know, it's, it's definitely something that's, that's on our radar. 
I will say that we are laser focused on vets at the moment, but you know this unique insight that we think um, we're, you know we deliver that helps shape our investment thesis. We're able to deliver for our clients and our clients' clients um, is something that we're we're definitely uh, in under consideration in terms of you know leveraging you know potentially launching something that would leverage this geopolitical uh, expertise and unique insight. Well, Seth, really enjoyed hearing the uh, backstory on Academy. Again, I, I love everything that you're doing for military uh, veterans. Best of luck to you uh, with, with vets moving forward, and uh, thank you for joining me. Thanks, Nate. Appreciate it. That was Seth Rosenthal, Chief Investment Officer at Academy Asset Management.